Coming to you from the Loading Ready Run Underground Orbiting Moon Base, it's the Lurcast. That was very good. Thank you. Yeah. You did no, such a great job. You want me to do that again? Uh, no, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back in time and uh, dub over Graham's intro. Even better. For every Lurcast of all time. That way. With we... yours. Oh, Thank you. Because, yeah, it was just that good. I appreciate that. So we are here today to talk to you about hurting ourselves, I guess. Yeah. I don't I don't actually know. Um, the, the other guys recorded their version earlier today, and I heard something about how you hurt yourself really bad over the years. Um, whether it be self, like, I mean, whether you do it because of your own stupidity, uh, or if it's just an injury you sustained while, I don't know, doing some sort of sporting event or, uh, or other way you could hurt yourself. So, so this is physically as opposed to emotionally. Yes. Okay. I mean, I am emotionally damaged, but that will save that for a much other different episode. Fair okay, enough. good. Because like, I already, I, uh, I, I already spent myself in the cringe story. episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess uh, what's like, so let's talk about like, do you guys have like a really big one? Like, I know I have a big one. I have a big one. Cam, do you have like a big one? I Mine is tiny. Yours is tiny. Do you only have one? Have kind you of. only ever hurt yourself once? I'm a very timid person. Do you want me to, should I just like break something of yours right now? So well, we have a fun self-inflicted. No, it's, I just said it didn't God. have to all be self-inflicted. Some of it can be just by accident. We're on the second story and the windows open. I mean, yeah, you could just well, I'll close the window what? and then we have, you know, another tier of injury. Oh, oh even better. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Glass. Uh, all right. Beej, lead us, lead us off with a small one, a small one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I was, playing basketball when I was like 13 or 14 years old with my brother's friends who were all much bigger than me. Um, it was just the start of the summer and I was, um, I was guarding this one guy who was very aggressive player. Uh, I put my hand out to go stop him from moving the ball. I swear it was my left hand. Uh, he decided to drive through my, and it was a little basketball, like about the size of, of this, right? So, so he decided to drive it right through my hand. And what he did is he caught my middle finger and he snapped it backwards uh, hard enough and fast enough that he broke the, um, whatever medial bone this is called in there. He, he, and he didn't just snap it like straight. Like when we got the x-ray, um, it was broken in kind of a weird spirally turny way, which meant that my hand was going to be in a cast for three weeks. And what sucked about that is that I had actually just, I'd taken like a, an intern job. Like you do this, they had like a job placement thing for kids in, in medicine hat where it was like, yeah, if you want to go learn how to do something like work at a library, we can do that. So I had elected to take a job being a baker's assistant (laughs) and now I had a cast on my hand and I had to not do that. So, Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. And that was like that for the whole summer. And we were like going like, we were going camping and we were going to go to pools and stuff. And there's all this great stuff that was going on. And I'm like, so I had to put my arm in a bag and tape it up to go in the water. And yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. It was all right. (laughs) So like you were going to be a baker. 
I was, I was not. Yeah, I think the takeaway from this is uh, you like baking. I was going to try it because I was like, I like food and this seems like it would be fun. And it wasn't one of those things where you had to get there at like 5 a.m. Like they didn't want you to apprentice. It was just like, oh, do you want to learn how to do something interesting? And I'm like, that seems interesting. I'll, sure, I'll do that. I bet 20 bucks you avoided I don't, however many weeks or however long that camp was of washing dishes. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, for like three weeks, it's like I'm I'm done up and it's and I, I actually literally left like I basically pulled out of the program because I couldn't do that and I couldn't um, work at the library for whatever reason. I think it's because I would have needed both hands to like shelve books or some shit. So it was like, yeah, I right. can't work at the library either. So F you. And so that was all right. I just laid around for the summer. That's sad. Yeah. Set up the rest of my career. <laughs> That's yeah. Good... So like <laughs> your, your hand was destroyed, but mm. it saved you from. I know, yeah. doing a trade. Yeah. yeah. How cool. how different would your life be right now if you hadn't have broken your finger? I might have been a baker, maybe. I might have I might have gotten sick of IT and then decided. I to mean, become a baker. that's actually a really interesting um, aspect of this conversation that I, I'm not sure if the other guys talked about, but whether or not you feel like these injuries were life altering. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I guarantee you that uh, when I get to my big one, it absolutely was. I don't know where I would be if the injury that I had sustained, which I'll talk about later, had actually happened. So we're going to butterfly so, effect this shit. Yeah. So, hmm. I mean, do you I, do you think that, like, that one seems pretty small. Yeah, it so is. So probably not going to have any sort of great impact on the future of your life. Do you feel, have you had an injury so big, so massive that it might have actually changed? You are here today because of that injury as opposed to you might have been somewhere else if you hadn't sustained it. I might have. Um, do we want to save the larger stories for the middle of the show? Or Yeah, we can keep talking about small ones for okay. now. But let's mm-hmm. let's start thinking about that. You bet. Um, all right. A small one. I'll go with... Um, I talked about this briefly in last week's podcast, actually, which was the injury I sustained at Mount Washington uh, hmm. last year. Uh, almost exactly a year ago, um, we were about two, three weeks away from the one-year anniversary of that trip, and hence the another a second or another trip. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Not going to do what I did last year. So last year, we went up to Mount Washington, and Mount Washington is a ski resort here on Vancouver Island. They are a very popular ski destination, as they are the only, um, they're the only ski resort, I believe, on the island of their size. Um, and... Generally speaking, they get a really good amount of snow. Um, but last year, not so much. Um, and even this year has been pretty rough for them. But um, last year, they had a lot less snow than they normally did. And it turns out that um, they were only open for a couple weeks of their season last year. And unfortunately, uh, that didn't land on any of the days that we were up there. So we ended up going up to Mount Washington and kind of just bumming around for the whole weekend and to be fair that's what about half of the group who goes up does we just go up to sit around and drink and hang out in the lodge like it's just sort of a fun relaxing time Mm -hmm. play video games play card games do just hang out in the hot tubs do whatever we watch the super bowl yeah we watch the super bowl which Mm -hmm. is a lot of fun um but uh, there are a couple of us who like to go skiing. Matt is one who goes skiing the whole time. But um, we ended up making a day trip down to the local town, uh, to our local Target, which is going away. Yeah. yeah. Target, man. Self-inflicted injuries. Yeah. yeah. Talk about self-inflicted injuries. <laughs> Target Canada, those guys. 
idiots. Yeah, they biffed it real hard. Yeah, yeah they really did. Um, so we went down there and we ended up buying some like some sleds, some stuff because like there was still snow up there, but it wasn't much, and it was certainly not enough to keep the mountain open. But there was enough to go sledding. Um, and when you say sled, what you mean is a piece of plastic. Yeah, a shitty piece of plastic. And what I ended up injuring myself on was actually a, uh, a snowboard. Um, for anybody listening, I threw up the air quotes there. It was a really shitty piece of plastic with a shitty piece of plastic handle. Um, like a scooter. Like a scooter, yeah, exactly like a scooter. And I took it up a hill. And I even I, I didn't take it up to the very top because I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's dumb. Let's so, be clear. It wasn't a ski hill. You went to the top. No, God, no, 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 no. no. This is like just like was, a little hill behind the lodge. Yeah, like it was you not could drive up with a car. Yeah, like it was not a steep hill. Yeah, um, but it was all what we. What I guess I didn't realize was it was basically all ice, right? Like it was. It had snowed and then it had melted and snowed, melted. So it was just layer and layer and layer of ice up there. And I ended up going down and I got. I picked up a decent amount of speed and I bailed and I bailed right onto my left shoulder. And I don't actually know. So I, I I don't actually know what I did to it. It's still, um, sore to this day. It's not like, like I have full movement and it's like, it doesn't hurt, but they're like, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, yep, that's still a little tense. Um, and I should probably, go and do something about that um like some physio or something like that just to build up some strength again um but i did go see a doctor um a few times actually and he assured me that nothing was wrong nothing was broken because of the movement that i had so i was like okay um but that was definitely uh in recent memory one of the the more significant injuries that i have uh inflicted upon myself by being stupid um a 30 year old man should know better than to go down a hill of ice on a 10-year-old boy's shitty toy. Yep. Um, unfortunately, said 30-year-old was not that smart. To, to, to be fair, uh, the rest of us were fine. Yes, it's true. <laughs> the rest of you were fine. Um, I was not. It actually made the rest of the weekend kind of shitty. Um, I will not be doing I will not put myself in any position this year that would see me hurt myself because of my own stupidity. There, the, the ski hill is open. I will go skiing. I am an okay skier. Um, I will not fall down and hurt myself. I will certainly not go play on a big sheet of ice ever again. Um, but again, although not, same with yours, not an injury that changed my life in any way. Right. Uh, I just got like a week and a half off work. Hmm. So that was fun. Cam, what do you got? Once at a land party, I sat down <laughs> in my own nutsack <laughs> so hard that I almost blacked out. <laughs> Which leads to kind of a vicious circle. <laughs> because you try to stand up again, but you're in such blinding pain that you just kind of like sit down harder on it. And you wind up in kind of one of those Sims feedback loops. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> did, you, did you just tip out of your chair eventually? <laughs> Oh, God. I, I think my favorite part of this story started with, so I was at this land party. Because yeah. <laughs> been there. Yep. Um, have not been to a position where I sat on my own testicles, though. Yeah, no. That really, doesn't sound fun. We are not a well-designed animal. No, God, no. Mm. The male human is uh, 
very poorly designed in yeah, terms no, of I mean, our... Uh, who the hell yeah. is responsible? <laughs> we shouldn't be able to do that. You shouldn't be able to sit down and just die. <laughs> yeah, I could thing- have starved to death of <laughs> Did, yeah, just it, from sitting down. <laughs> just from sitting down. Did it change your life? <laughs> I saw stars. You now have a new threshold for for pain you can endure, right? Just, yeah. I know what that feels like. Yeah. yeah. Childbirth? Nope. Have you sat on your own nuts before? Mm-hmm. At a land party? It's breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> so is that really it? That's it. That's basically all that springs to mind right now. So you've um, never bro- you've never broken a bone. Never broken which a bone. Which I believe was the case for both for Graham, Paul, and Kathleen. I don't wow. think any of them have broken a bone. Wow. Um yeah, no, I was a very timid child. Uh so I didn't I have not broken any bones. I sprained my wrist once at a job I was working when I was fifteen in a restaurant when I slipped on like a puddle of grease while carrying <laughs> Like, I was doing a dish run from the dish pit, okay. carrying, like, 30 dishes. Oh, no. Did you break them all? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to break dishes, you might as well break all of them. Yeah. yeah, so I just, like, ate shit on a tile floor and <laughs> mm. landed under a pile of dishes. Oh, shit. Ugh. But that, I mean, that's not really self-inflicted. No, but we can talk about injuries sustained in the line of duty or um, whether or not you were being an idiot about it. Once I got a real bad sunburn at work when I was working for the Ministry of Highways. (laughs) Well, okay. That one's pretty good. I like the dishes one. The dishes one's pretty, that's pretty badass. Yeah, well, it was basically like Looney Tunes tier. Oh, like you just went whoosh like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's possible I've... You know, begun early stages of some kind of malignant <laughs> cancer from from being in chemistry labs and being exposed to like transition metals and solvents. So, if you want to talk self inflicted, yeah, yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, there it is. But no, I'm I I got nothing for this one. Really. All right, All right. Got, what's gotta, your what's your big one? My big one. You got another small one you want I to talk about? I do a little bit. All right. Um, I we I went skiing uh, when I was. Um, teenager i'm gonna guess probably about 14 or whatever um and there was a a blue square hill that we would do and um because i don't ski black diamonds at all and on this this is in again in medicine hat there's a little ski hill there called hidden valley and it's kind of like you know in the in the canadian prairie for there to be a ski hill somewhere you you let your mind kind of figure that but it's in cypress hill so there's you know there's hills um but there's a blue square run called Hidden Valley and they have a when you kind of go through like the narrower parts of it then you come to a, a wider part that's about that much of an angle like it's not much coming down um, but in order to traverse that most people who were like experienced might just go foosh 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 and they're down Yeah. if you're not experienced like I was uh, and you, all your friends are like come on we're gonna go we're gonna go so you go with them and then you 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 get to that hill and you're like oh shit what do I do because it, now it looks like this it looks like you're going all black diamond and so you carefully move your way back and forth down the hill like that, right? And so I got to one point about halfway down that expanse, and I put my foot down to turn, and I turned, and for some reason I did not keep turning. 
And so now I was pointed straight down the hill, which meant I just started going straight. Now, if you if you when you get to the bottom of the hill, if you aim right, it takes you onto the green part of the hill, which is basically a really like slow 15, 20 degree drop for a very long time. And that's just kind of like you can go nice and fast straight down the middle of that. And, you know, hopefully you can snowplow a bit and whatever and regain control. But if you don't go right, if you instead you go left, uh, what will happen is you'll go up kind of a runway, like a runaway path. <laughs> okay. And it being southern Alberta, um, where we get Chinooks, um, that path was no longer full of snow. It was all grass. And I had decided that the easier thing to do would be to head for the path that would slow me down, to go left. So I was kind of like, because I thought about going right, but I thought I might hit somebody. So I just kind of pointed myself and like, oh, God. And I didn't. I was panicking because I couldn't think to turn or snowplow or do anything to slow myself down. So I just kind of went. Um, and as I got closer and realized that all the snow was gone, I realized that there were nothing but rocks. Oh, God. And like big rocks, like just a bed of rocks that I was going to take my skis over and ruin the fuck out of my skis. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. But I thought at least if I can slow down, that'll be fine. Except then the tip of my ski caught a rock and I went ass over tea kettle and landed right on my back on a big bed of rocks uh. and just kind of laid there. And it really just kind of went whoop, like just I didn't go straight down. I went kind of up and flipped over and came down on my back and just laid looking at the sky. <laughs> and my friends came over to help me, to which I was like, I don't know if I have a concussion I don't know if I've broken something. I like, well, does it hurt? And I'm like, I don't even want to move. I just want someone to come over here and tell me whether my neck is broken. And they're like, oh, Christ. So they went and they got the ski patrol guy and he came over and he checked. He's like, you seem fine. Do you want to ride back to the lodge? I said, yeah. So he took me back to the lodge and we got myself sussed out. And, and my clothes were a wreck because they've been, they, I, I guess I skidded a bit along the, the rocks. So my jacket's all torn to shit. And yeah. Wow. So. Um, I kept skiing after that, so it didn't have a phenomenal, like a big impact on my life. But hmm. all right, um, I can do rapid fire a couple things. Okay. Uh, when I was eight, um, I was looking for something in the fridge, and the twenty-pound turkey that was in the freezer shifted. Freezer door open, turkey fell right on my head. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, that was the first concussion I got in my life. Uh, so that was fun. Um, when I was 13, um, I broke the only bone that I've ever broken, which also my middle finger oh. on my left okay. hands. Um, also playing basketball, uh, not by with the basket, like not with the ball though, um, but by um, losing control, running basically almost. Ba basically, I was going to run headfirst into the uh, into the actual pole. Oh, of yeah, yeah, the hoop yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and managed to sort of shift my weight in time to push me to the right, but my finger hit it and crunched in like uh, it compressed in on itself oh. and broke itself. And it's still kind of misshapen, uh, which you can't see. On, I won't be able to show you guys, but it's there. It's a little weird. Hmm. Um, I, I guarantee you that a lot of people have done this next one, which is a, uh, a lot of people hurt themselves on trampolines. Um, hmm. Those are the who invented the trampoline. Who thought the trampoline was a wise choice for a children's toy to put in their backyard? I, I thought they were mostly just for gymnasts. Like, no, the fact that we got them at home yeah. is just kind of like a, a bad idea. It is such a bad idea, um, especially when the the way that a trampoline is supported is with a series of springs all the way around it, and all that's stopping you 
from those strings is a flimsy little piece of like fab like thick fabric like um casing basically like a, a wrapping that goes around it and very easy to get stuck between the ring like from the 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 bar and the actual mesh trampoline itself so my leg went through one of those one time and tore like i have a huge i have a scar like a visible oh, scar Jesus. still inside sort of the inside of my left leg uh that i got from going through a trampoline when i was pretty young uh that was a lot of fun i've hurt myself a lot actually over the years um I'm not going to keep going because you bring up a man. Good, you bring up a good point, though, Cam. Did you ever get any concussions at all? Not that I remember. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I I've never really done anything that dangerous. Okay. Because I've fair. had like three. Just huh. you just woke up with them. Like um, no, I I like uh, the when I was twelve. No, I wasn't. When I was like eight. Yeah, that sounds about right. When I was in grade three and I was playing on the top of the slide, it's one of those curly slide things. Yep. Um, there was a kid behind me and I was kind of like just ready to launch myself down the slide. But as I started to launch myself, he actually pushed me from behind and Ooh. I went over the slide and I landed on my head about seven feet down. Oh, um, And obviously knocked myself out. Yeah. And when I came to, I was staring at the sky and a ring of kids and, a t- and the supervision teacher leaning over me. And she sent me back to class. Uh, until I was starting to like be woozy and stuff in class. I went to the office and they called my mom and we live right across the street. So my mom came over, asked what happened, got the report. She's like, why did you not call me? And so then she took him to the hospital and found out, yeah, he's got a concussion, you know? (laughs) So, um, yeah. And so I got to spend like a few days, I think a couple days at home or whatever. But then the second time I had a concussion, I was probably about the same age, uh, maybe a year older or whatever. And I used to like hop on my counter, like the, the, the counters at home, I would go into the very top cupboard cause that's where all the like crackers and stuff were kept. So I'd climb on the counters, I'd go up into the top cupboard and I grab whatever. And I was doing that one time and my brother was there and he's like, Oh, I've got this great idea. Cause that's how these stories start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically like that's how eight year olds say, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stand on my shoulders I will walk you across the kitchen to the other counter. It'll, oh. it'll work. It'll be totally awesome. I'm like, that's not going to work. He's like, no, it'll work. It'll be great. So I put one foot on his shoulders, and then I started to put my weight on it, and he's like, oh, you're heavy. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, let's not do this. He's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be fine. So then I put my other foot on his shoulder as well, and he was holding on to my feet, and he's like, stop moving around. And I'm like, what the hell else? Like, you're the one, yeah. right? And we took about three steps across the kitchen, um, and at which point... Uh, I don't remember what happened <laughs> because I woke up and my vision was all blurry. Um, but the what we think happened is that I went. Oh, Aaron dropped me. I and I when I went down, I went down on my head and narrowly missed hitting the side of the counter, which would have been like knocked my head once and then would have like. I don't know, probably hurt something even more, maybe even like killed me. Who knows? But yeah. I basically hit the ground. And, and then when I woke up, my parents were like, like, are you okay? And I'm like crying and I'm like, my vision's all blurry. I can't see. And, and my parents were like, don't joke about that. Are you okay? And I wipe away my tears and stuff. I'm like, no, my vision's all blurry. And they're like, you're sure. <laughs> Why the freak would I make that up? <laughs> so again, back to the doctor and this is like nine o'clock at night. So, you know, the emergency room to get that all figured out. But yeah, con- concussions. Concussions. Do you oh. want my... Oh, go ahead. The con- Once you've been concussed once, it's easier to be concussed again. It's right? what I understand. I believe, yeah. you, get, you get more fragile. I yeah. believe so, yeah. 
I, I watched a whole thing on concussions. Uh, I was recording this uh, lecture that the Vikes did at UVic, mm-hmm. um, and they said also that if somebody has a concussion, and you know the whole thing about don't ever let them go to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, they figured out that actually, no, it makes no difference. If they're going to go into a coma, they'll go into a coma. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Right. If they want to sleep, let them sleep. Just keep an eye on them to make sure that they're breathing, but just let them sleep. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, that just totally like does away that old, you know, the old fiction. Yeah. 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 But apparently that's the study now. So. Huh. Oh, okay. I will keep that in mind for the next time that Beej is concussed. Yeah, just let me <laughs> sleep. Because apparently that happens often. I mean, call an ambulance. but <laughs> No, no, I'll just let you sleep. Drive me to the hospital? Shh, Sleepy. Shh. Yeah, just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Only dreams now. All right, what's your big one? Uh, so when I was five years old, again, this is in Medicine Hat, and I was in kindergarten, um, we were out playing behind or beside the kindergarten area. Uh, there was a house that was undergoing construction, and they had dug out the basement so they were basically building a new house. They dug out the whole basement area, and they had these big berms of dirt, and you kids love playing on right. natural shit. And it's about the, I don't know, maybe it's November. It, the frost is in. Whatever it was, it was something was going on. Uh, it was cold. And um, so me and my two buddies and my brother, who's three years older than me, all of us are playing on the construction site, essentially. Right. And... Um, so we're chipping away at stuff with those pickets that you could that they would put up to mark where there's stuff. So we're chipping away at things. We're trying to dig holes and dig tunnels and just kind of effing around. And um, I'm I'm on the side of the hill and I'm kind of facing like forward down the hill thing. And and my buddy is up uphill of me, and it's not that high. It's only like about three or four feet up. Uh, and he just yells, "Get out of the way!" So I die being right-handed. I dive to the right. Right into the path of this really big boulder of frozen dirt that was that he had managed to loosen up and he'd pushed down the hill. And that went right over my pelvis, breaking it. Whoa. And uh, and I couldn't get up and I was screaming and crying. I'm five years old. Um, and so my buddies are like, oh, God. And my brother's like, what's wrong? And I'm just crying and crying and crying. And this guy who's there, I'm guessing he's a construction worker, he comes over. Um, and he, he's like, what are you kids doing here? And he like, and he shoes everybody away. We think he's a construction worker. I have no idea. I just know a guy comes over and shoes us all away. And then my brother's there with me. He hasn't run yet. And my brother's crying too. And he's like, he's hurt. He's hurt. And he's like, he's fine. He's just scared. And he picks me up. Oh God. By my chest. And he puts me on my bike and I tip over because I can't sit on my, uh-huh. and I fall over and I scream and I cry. And then he just, and my brother's like, stop hurting him, stop hurting him. And the guy leaves. I have no idea where he goes, but then Aaron's over near me and now I'm starting to calm down a bit, but I'm in a lot of pain. And he's like, I'm going to go get mom. So he goes off again. We only live like a block away from the school, right? So he, right. he rides home and gets my mother. And I'm just kind of lying there by myself, <laughs> staring at the sky. <laughs> this happens a lot. This happens a lot to me. And, and then I hear a truck coming and I turn my head over and I see, and my mother is driving the, we had a, uh, a Jeep Wagoneer, the ones with the wood panel sides. And she drives this thing onto the grass and I'm just like, she's going to get in trouble. You're not supposed to drive on the grass. <laughs> she comes up, she drops a tailgate. She's trying to find out what's wrong with me. She sees that I'm trapped on the bike and she's like, okay, I'm going to lift your leg and Aaron's going to pull your bike out. And it's like, okay, so boom, that happens and it hurts. And she's like, I got to put you, I'm going to put you in the back. Are you okay? Like, and she's, I'm like, okay. And so she lifts me up and she puts me in the back of the, of the tailgate, which now I'm actually thinking is kind of neat because <laughs> I'm getting right. to ride in the tailgate of the, of the truck. Um, I mean, it's like, it's like a enclosed SUV kind of thing. Yeah. Right? So she takes me home. 
uh, gets on the phone, no cell phones, right? So gets on the phone to my dad and says, this has happened. And he's like, just get him to the hospital right now and I'll meet you there. So, so she, we just leave. Um, we get to the hospital. They put me in x-ray. Then so the second part of the story that I really have to tell, do the x-ray. The doctor gets the x-ray back and he looks at it and he's like, he's like, there's nothing wrong with this kid. And my parents are like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's, you know, there's nothing wrong. There's no fracture. There's no break. He's probably just like, he's probably just scared and he's faking it. At which point a doctor that was walking past had just kind of looked in as he was going past and just had a look from the hallway and said, what are you talking about? And he came in and he pointed out and he says, there's a fracture right there in his pelvis, like a pretty big right. fracture. And my parents are like, what? And they lean in and he says, they're right there. And they both, they all three of them turn around. That other doctor was gone. <laughs> Like was not there anymore, and I what? spent three weeks in hospital. Wow! Yeah, wow. with with a tent over my legs to keep the sheets off of them to keep me from like keep the weight of the sheets from from hurting me. So, question one: Have you ever thought that the construction worker man and the doctor were the same person? I, you know what's <laughs> funny about that is that when I originally told this story, I I swear my mother saying something about that she said that they were in cahoots with each other. <laughs> so that's weird that you bring that up. I mean, they just sort of both disappear yeah. randomly yeah. from the story. So I was just like, well, they're obviously the same person. Yeah. It was super weird. Huh. But uh, what I did learn is hospitals are awesome. Hmm. Uh, but there's as a five-year-old, well, I guess they're awesome. They're awesome because you get to go on like tours around the hospital and see like the laundry and see like all the other stuff. And because you're undergoing like physio, so yeah. like, we want to get you walking, so we'll just take you on a tour. I had a physiotherapist that she came by with like a Chinese knockoff version of Voltron mm -hmm. that her son had, and she let me play with it all the time, and I loved it. So I was like, this is really cool. Every time my grandparents would show up, they'd have like GoBots and stuff for me to play with. Yeah, it's cheaper than Transformers. Like, I spent three weeks in hospital. It was rad. <laughs> I recommend it for anybody out there. <laughs> Hurt yourself, but not so much that all you need to do is give three weeks of your life to a hospital. Well, and it's why I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, like there's kind of like nothing for kids to do. So that's why I'm kind of like, I love child's play. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, that is super good because otherwise you're just lying there, like maybe with some comic books and stuff. You really need to be entertained. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. That's a good story. Thank you. Yeah. You're up. I'm up. Okay. So, um... My big injury came when I was, I believe, 12 or 13 years old. Um, I was a pretty athletic kid. Uh, I played a lot of sports. I played hockey and soccer. and No, I did not play soccer. Football and baseball and all sorts of random little sports here and there. But the main one was hockey. Um, very Canadian of me, yes, but that's, that's how it went. Um, and I played hockey from the age of 5 until the age of 12. Um, and... In my, I can't remember, I think it was like Pee Wee or Bantam or whatever the hell it was called. It was the first year where they introduced um, contact to the sport. Now, not like full on like smashing each other open ice, but like if there was a guy up against the boards, you can go in there and, you know, shove him up against the boards and get the puck from him. Nothing, okay. nothing major. And again, it's a bunch of 12 year olds. Like we can't do too much damage. We're all pretty small. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, it's, it was interesting because like, it's like, half filled with dudes who are like yes we finally get to hit each other and half filled with a bunch of 12 year olds who are like oh my god i'm gonna die right, right um um and i was definitely in the yes we get to hit each other now um and what's ah, the worst part about the story is that it happened during practice but um we were at uh oak bay rec center uh, it was fuck early in the morning, one of those like five o'clock practices every other Wednesday or something like that. Um, and it was at the end of the practice. At the end of the practice, we actually get to sort of play like a little skirmish game or whatever. Um, 
and I go and I'm playing um, left wing at this point. Uh, I go in behind the net to get the puck, and my teammate comes in, gives me a little hit, nothing serious, like nothing at all. Like the hit was nothing. What happened was, though, because of the hit, my skate got caught. And this is the fault of Oak Bay Rex uh, between the ice and the boards. Oh shit! That should there should not be a space for a skate to get caught between the ice and the boards. Yeah. Um, because what happened is when he finished his hit, I kind of lost my footing and I fell down, and that wouldn't have been a problem if my skate was not caught between the ice and the boards. Uh, and for anybody not watching, um, you won't see this uh, this action. But if this is my ankle and like this is like the ankle area, and this is my foot, and this is my leg. It just went like this when I went down. Um, and I didn't actually break any bones, but what I did do is completely and utterly destroyed the tendons in my oh. ankle, uh, which can arguably actually be worse sometimes. Um, a, a broken bone generally can heal within six to eight weeks if put in a cast and, and treated properly. But with tendons, now you're talking about rebuilding strength and especially in the ankle. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff going on there. And um, this was probably halfway through the season, uh, but it knocked me out. Um, there was no way. Doctor was basically like, there is no way that you will be able to get back on the ice for at least a year. Uh. Like, there's no way. Like, not with the high contact sport. It's just not going to happen. Uh, and that was, And that basically spelled the end of my hockey playing career. It spelled the end of basically uh, all sports for me the only sport that i was able really to continue to play and enjoy was golf um and that's actually when i started to sort of play golf seriously uh is because it was it was the only sport i could play um and that was over what like that was probably 18 years ago and it's still it's still to this day that ankle is a weak ankle it's never regained fully even i went through full physio and everything like that but it never got back to Mm -hmm. to full health so um like lot like running i can't do like i can go onto a treadmill and do like 20 minutes uh and it's not that bad but i can't put on a pair of sneakers and go running out on the pavement mm-hmm. it's too high impact it, it will just destroy um but we, i was talking about earlier about um injuries that sort of change your life that one probably did mm. um i don't i'm not going to sit here and tell you that i was going to be like a future nhl player if i had stuck with hockey but I, my intention was to certainly not quit anytime soon um i loved playing and i was actually pretty good at it um i was a strong skater and i really loved it and it just made sense for me to keep going and i, I at that point had every intention to to go as far as i could but at the same time it's just like any canadian kid being like yeah i'm gonna be a player in the nhl but you know right. knowing that probably wasn't going to be the case but you know if i had not have hurt myself i would have kept playing hockey which um and this was um yeah no it was definitely in high school because it, it took me out of gym for uh quite a couple weeks and i remember um gym class at oak bay high uh, that that class was a joke. Basically, that that was that was a class where if you um, you were actually graded on your skill of the sport and not anything like participation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, if you were super athletic and awesome at sports, you were going to get an A. Yeah. If you were like pretty good at sports and knew what you were doing and stuff like this, you were going to get a B. 
and then there was like a C, and I don't think anybody ever got anything less than a C. I honestly don't think he would have legally been allowed to give somebody a D if they participated every single day. But um, I remember being taken out of that for a, uh, an entire six weeks, or basically the whole um, semester, and getting a C plus. Was that grade nine? Yeah, it must have been grade nine, yeah, grade grade eight or grade nine. So it was like thirteen or fourteen. It's going to be like if you got out and you got an A or whatever in that, I like I would have been so fucking jealous because <laughs> I hated gym class. Um, I, no, I was a constant B in that okay. gym class. I wasn't like crazy awesome. I was I was a pretty small kid, so um, all the big guys seemed to do very well for themselves. I I was kicked off honor roll one year because of gym class, specifically because of the dancing unit. Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah, we had to do line dancing and polkas and shit. Yeah, I remember that. In gym? Oh, yeah, we did that too. We did not. (laughs) And our gym teacher was like, you laugh at it now, but come around Oktoberfest, you're going to be thanking me for these polka lessons. (laughs) What? Just kill me. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, definitely not. We, We played like rugby and tennis and um baseball and shit we did not do line dancing or wow that's awesome yeah, no it, it honked we had a dance in too in Alberta. what wow we were missing out so anyways i like yeah that's that's definitely something i've i've thought about a lot over the years is how different my life would have been if i actually kept playing sports and like playing hockey or you could like Sorry, you could be in like men's rep hockey, or you could, or I could yeah. just be somewhere else. Like I, even yeah. if even if hockey, even if I just stuck with hockey for the rest of high school, which would probably would have been like the most likely outcome. Yeah, the, a given. I don't know if I would have been fr- like made the same friends that I that I ended up making making because like the friends that I made and the friends that I'm still friends with, including you know Graham and and Bill and Morgan and the guys who you know started loading ready run and made this whole thing happen i met those guys after that accident oh okay right like i met all those guys post the accident and not because not because of the accident but um if i had kept playing i probably would have been hanging out with a different group of people i would have been spending my time outside of school with hockey players and the friends that i've made playing hockey rather than the friends that i i made in high school right because you drift apart from people yeah Yeah. so i always thought that was really interesting because i i honestly don't think i would be sitting here right now uh doing this if i hadn't have hurt myself um which is kind of interesting when you think about it when you start thinking about injuries uh as sort of life-changing experiences and not just how i hurt myself no time to move on so no, I was pretty much set from from day one when the doctor put his scalpel into my head during birth. So <laughs> what? Yeah, during a C section, he cut what? too deep and he put the scalpel in, into my. <laughs> Do you have a scar? No, probably not. Uh, it happens when I was so young. So what? that's not self inflicted though. How so it do doesn't you, count. That's <laughs> Dawson Creek, nineteen seventy nine. You have some weird doctors. The dude cuts you when you're being taken out of your mother. Yep. And the doctor is like, no, your kid's fine. He's just a fucking faker. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Elvis is snapped in. <laughs> and then I, I don't know. Miracle doctor. I don't know what you guys call this man, but yeah, the, the other dude, that was amazing that he just, he saw it from the hallway. I, I mean, mean, I'm curious. I'm like, getting all this from my mother. So this could be like tarted up a little bit, but she just, sure. she told the story the same way for like decades. So I'm, I'm still trying to keep it all together. Right. I mean, I'd like to think that, um, if if the the mystery doctor had not have come by 
and dumbass doctor had sent you home within probably a day or two they would have been like no something is clearly oh, fucking wrong within, let's go back i'm sure within like the next six hours or something <laughs> yeah like, they, they would have been home and they put me in the bed and they're like he's not any better he yeah to, he is clearly yeah. not faking it and i sleep in a waterbed Oh, so it would just like constant motion. Your... Yeah, it would have been like constant motion. It would have just kind of been like holding. Wait, me you and, like, slept in a waterbed when you were that young? Yeah, when I was five years old. What? Oh, have you just always slept in a waterbed? I couldn't. Then? I couldn't sleep comfortably in a normal bed. Like oh. I would try to, but I would toss and turn and thrash about. But every time my parents put me in their waterbed, I would fall asleep instantly. So interesting. My grandfather, my mom's father, built my brother and I both waterbeds, and the one that I sleep in today is still the one that I sleep in, and I get the best rest in it. I just. Have you tried modern beds? Technology has come a long I mean, way. You go to, you go to hotels top. and stuff. Pillow top, man. That's Pillow top. Like, I mean, my wife wants me to get rid of it, and I think at some point... <laughs> I'm I, honestly it, shocked that your cat hasn't annihilated it. Oh, you, you learn how to take care of it. Like, okay. it's, you, you, put a, you put mattress pads on it, and you, put the, and you always have to make the bed so the, everything's always covered. And the cat right, doesn't, right, right. cat doesn't dig in there, so it's like there's no way he can get his claws all the way through it. You've had some leaks over the years, though, yeah, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I actually slept in a waterbed for a little while just because uh, it was my parents' bed for a couple of years. And then they, they were like, no, we can't have this waterbed anymore. We mm. need to get a real bed. And I ended up with it for, like, a, a couple of years. Not very long. Um, and I remember it being kind of awesome. Um, but I was, like, a teenager at the time. So, I don't know. Maybe I was just crazy. Hmm. And maybe you're crazy. Yeah. I mean, the things you get used to. That's fair. Okay. Anybody have anything else? I can't think of anything. All right. Well, Maybe it's the invisible concussions. Inv- yes. <laughs> Cam's actually the most injured of us all. He just can't remember it anymore. Knocked you out from behind that you had no idea was coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like every night, I'm sure I'm at home and somebody just comes along and like cleans me out with a baseball bat. <laughs> You wake up eight hours later, you're next a little sore, but you're like, oh, I slept funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, maybe, maybe I've actually never fallen asleep in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a terrifying thought. And on that note. Bye. Boy, would I like. Well, no, hold on. Hold on. We can't just say bye. We need to thank some people, first of all. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Um, we need to talk about our Patreon mm-hmm. that we are we are doing for this year. It is our uh, it is our main source of income. And you guys have been unbelievably generous so far and we really appreciate it um it is going to produce such things as this fantastic podcast and tap tap concede and the crap shots uh and our streaming and the mystery box which i promise you will start seeing the contents of very soon things are in the work works uh so if you want to check that out it's patreon.com slash loading ready run um go there uh if you can uh contribute awesome if you can't no worries keep watching our stuff keep enjoying it uh there will never be a barrier to entry for anything that we create everything here is made equal and we want everybody to enjoy it so that will stay true for as long as we can uh but yeah thank you very much for stopping by the podcast this week and we will see you next week for a new and shiny topic yes bye guys bye